अब पूरी फैमिली एक साथ श्री राम कथा का आनंद ले सकती है सिर्फ चाइम्स मोबाइल ऐप पर जानिए श्री राम के बचपन से लेकर दशानन वध तक का सफर सरल रामायण घर के सभी सदस्यों के लिए आज ही डाउनलोड करें चाइम्स मोबाइल ऐप एप्पल या गूगल प्ले स्टोर से The wonderful city of Oz. Even with eyes protected by the green spectacles, Dorothy and her friends were at first dazzled by the brilliancy of the wonderful city. The streets were lined with beautiful houses, all built of green marble and studded everywhere with sparkling emeralds. They walked over a pavement of the same green marble. and where the blocks were joined together were rows of emeralds set closely and glittering in the brightness of the sun the window panes were of green glass even the sky above the city had a green tint and the rays of the sun were green there were many people men women and children walking about and these were all dressed in green clothes and had greenish skins they looked at dorothy and her strangely assorted company with wondering eyes and the children all ran away and hid behind their mothers when they saw the lion many shops stood in the street and dorothy saw that everything in them was green green candy and green popcorn were offered for sale as well as green shoes green hats and green clothes of all sorts everyone seemed happy and contented and prosperous the guardian of the gates led them through the streets until they came to a big building exactly in the middle of the city which was the palace of oz the great wizard there was a soldier before the door dressed in a green uniform and wearing a long green beard Here are strangers said the guardian of the gates to them and they demand to see the great oz step inside answered the soldier and i will carry your message to him so they passed through the palace gates and were led to a big room with a green carpet and lovely green furniture set with emeralds and when they were seated he said politely Please make yourself comfortable while I go to the door of the throne room and tell Oz you are here. They had to wait a long time, but when at last he came back, Dorothy asked, "Have you seen Oz?" "Oh no," returned the soldier. "I have never seen him, but I spoke to him as he sat behind his screen and gave him your message. He said he will grant you an audience if you desire." but each one of you must enter his presence alone and he will admit but one each day therefore as you must remain in the palace for several days i will have you shown to rooms where you may rest in comfort after your journey thank you replied the girl that is very kind of oz the soldier now blew upon a great whistle and at once a young girl dressed in a pretty green silk gown entered the room she bowed before dorothy as she said 
Follow me and I will show you your room. So Dorothy said goodbye to all her friends except Toto and taking the dog in her arms followed the green girl. It was the sweetest little room in the world with a soft comfortable bed that had sheets of green silk and a green velvet counterpane. There was a tiny fountain in the middle of the room. Beautiful green flowers stood in the window and there was a shelf with a row of green books. When Dorothy had time to open these books, she found them full of quee green pictures that made her laugh. In a wardrobe were many green dresses made of silk and satin and velvet and all of them fitted Dorothy exactly. Make yourself perfectly at home, said the green girl. Oz will send for you tomorrow morning. She left Dorothy alone and went back to the others. These she also led to rooms and each one of them found himself lodged in a very pleasant part of the palace. The next morning after breakfast, the green maiden came to fetch Dorothy. and she dressed her in one of the prettiest gowns made of green brocaded satin dorothy put on a green silk apron and tied a green ribbon around toto's neck and they started for the throne room of the great oz first they came to a great hall in which were many ladies and gentlemen of the court all dressed in rich costumes as dorothy entered they looked at her curiously and one of them whispered are you really going to look upon the face of oz the terrible of course answered the girl if he will see me oh he will see you said the soldier who had taken her message to the wizard although he does not like to have people ask to see him indeed at first he was angry and said i should send you back where you came from then he asked me what you looked like and when i mentioned your silver shoes he was very much interested at last i told him about the mark upon your forehead and he decided he would admit you to his presence just then the bell rang and the green girl said to dorothy that is the signal you must go into the throne room alone she opened the little door and dorothy walked boldly through It was a big round room with a high arched roof and the walls and ceiling and floor were covered with large emeralds set closely together. In the center of the roof was a great light as bright as the sun which made the emeralds sparkle in a wonderful manner. But what interested Dorothy most was the big throne of green marble that stood in the middle of the room it was shaped like a chair and sparkled with gems in the center of the chair was an enormous head without a body to support it or any arms or legs whatever there was no hair upon this head but it had eyes and a nose and a mouth and was much bigger than the head of the biggest giant Dorothy heard a voice say I am Oz the great and terrible Who are you and why do you seek me It was not such an awful voice as she had expected to come from the big head 
So, she took courage and answered, I am Dorothy, the small and me. I have come to you for help. The eyes looked at her thoughtfully for a full minute. Then said the voice, Where did you get the silver shoes? I got them from the wicked witch of the east when my house fell on her and killed her, she replied. Where did you get the mark upon your forehead? Continued the voice. That is where the good witch of the north kissed me when she bade me goodbye and sent me to you, said the girl. Again, the eyes looked at her sharply and they saw she was telling the truth. Then Oz asked, What do you wish me to do? Send me back to Kansas where my aunt Em and Uncle Henry are. She answered earnestly. Why should I do this for you? Asked Oz. Because you are strong and I am weak. Because you are a great wizard and I am only a little girl. But you were strong enough to kill the wicked witch of the east. Said Oz. That just happened. Returned Dorothy simply. Well, said the head. I will give you my answer. You have no right to expect me to send you back to Kansas unless you do something for me in return. Help me and I will help you. What must I do? Asked the girl. Kill the wicked witch of the West. Answered Oz. But I cannot. Exclaimed Dorothy greatly surprised. You killed the witch of the East and you wear the silver shoes, which bear a powerful charm. There is now but one wicked witch left in all this land. And when you can tell me she's dead, I will send you back to Kansas, but not before. I never killed anything willingly, she sobbed. Even if I wanted to, how could I kill the wicked witch? If you who are great and terrible, cannot kill her yourself. How do you expect me to do it? I do not know, said the head. But that is my answer. And until the wicked witch dies, you will not see your uncle and aunt again. Sorrowfully, Dorothy left the throne room and went back where the lion and the scarecrow and the tin woodman were waiting to hear what Oz had said to her. There is no hope for me, she said sadly. For Oz will not send me home until I have killed the wicked witch of the West and that I can never do. Her friends were sorry but could do nothing to help her. So Dorothy went to her own room and lay down on the bed and cried herself to sleep. The next morning the soldier with the green whiskers came to the scarecrow and said, Come with me, for Oz has sent for you. So the scarecrow followed him and was admitted into the great throne room, where he saw, sitting in the emerald throne, a most lovely lady. When the scarecrow had bowed before this beautiful creature, she looked upon him sweetly and said, I am Oz, the great and terrible. Who are you? And why do you seek me? Now the scarecrow who had expected to see the great head Dorothy had told him of 
was much astonished but he answered her bravely i am only a scarecrow stuffed with straw therefore i have no brains and i come to you praying that you will put brains in my head instead of straw so that i may become as much a man as any other in your dominions why should i do this for you asked the lady because you are wise and powerful answered the scarecrow i never grant favors without some return said oz but this much i will promise if you will kill for me the wicked witch of the west i will bestow upon you a great many brains and such good brains that you will be the wisest man in all the land of oz i thought you asked dorothy to kill the witch said the scarecrow in surprise so i did i don't care who kills her but until she's dead i will not grant your wish the scarecrow went sorrowfully back to his friends and told them what oz had said on the next morning the soldier with the green whiskers came for the tin woodman when the woodman entered the great throne room he saw neither the head nor the lady for oz had taken the shape of a most terrible beast the beast had a head like that of a rhinoceros only there were five eyes in its face there were five long arms growing out of its body and it also had five long slim legs i'm oz the great and terrible spoke the beast in a voice that was one great roar who are you and why do you seek me i am a woodman and made of tin therefore i have no heart and cannot love i pray you to give me a heart why should i do this demanded the beast because i ask it and you alone can grant my request answered the woodman help dorothy to kill the wicked witch of the west replied the beast when the witch is dead come to me and i will then give you the biggest and kindest and most loving heart in all the land of oz so the tin woodman was forced to return sorrowfully to his friends and tell them of the terrible beast he had seen the next morning the soldier with the green whiskers led the lion to the great throne room and bade him enter the presence of oz The lion at once passed through the door and glancing around saw to his surprise that before the throne was a ball of fire so fierce and glowing he could scarcely bear to gaze upon it then a low quiet voice came from the ball of fire i am oz the great and terrible who are you and why do you seek me and the lion answered I am a cowardly lion afraid of everything I came to beg that you give me courage The ball of fire burned fiercely for a time and the voice said Bring me proof that the wicked witch is dead and that moment I will give you courage The lion was angry at his speech but could say nothing in reply ball of fire became so furiously hot 
that he turned tail and rushed from the room. He was glad to find his friends waiting for him and told them of his terrible interview with the wizard. What shall we do now? said Dorothy sadly. There is only one thing we can do, returned the lion, and that is to go to the land of the Winkies, seek out the wicked witch and destroy her. So Dorothy said, I suppose we must try it. But I'm sure I do not want to kill anybody even to see Aunt Em again. I will go with you, but I'm too much of a coward to kill the witch, said the lion. I will go too, declared the scarecrow. But I shall not be of much help to you. I'm such a fool. I haven't the heart to harm even a witch, remarked the tin woodman. But if you go, I certainly shall go with you. Therefore, it was decided to start upon their journey the next morning. They went to bed quite early and slept soundly until the daylight when they were awakened by the crowing of a green cock that lived in the backyard of the palace and the cackling of a hen that had laid a green egg.